Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday, and do you know, I don't know man, do you know anything? Do you know where your New England Patriots are? Do you know where your Seattle Seahawks are? Do you know where your Max is? He's not around either. No Max today, but on a, on a serious note, so Max was in a, a little fender bender yesterday, and his vehicular got fucked up, so he's dealing with insurance issues and whatnot but uh yeah nfl man pant the the patriots kind of like how we called it they've been kind of a a fraud you didn't want to trust your chiefs yesterday i'm so disappointed i don't think they're fraud i wouldn't say fraud i would not say the patriots are frauds well they're gonna have to beat a good team at some point they can't in the playoffs they don't get to get fat off of miami and the jets and everybody else i'm gonna call them fraud might be a little stretch but i'm not a believer anymore definitely not a believer man but that freaking saints niners game who called the defensive struggle on that one (laughs) yeah that's impressive i mean to to me the 49ers walk away as now one of the scariest teams in the nfl they want a game like that they want a shootout where their defense wasn't really stepping up so man they can win games like that and they can you know win struggle you know a a close game that they're struggling 
They might be the most think, dangerous team. I think that was the big takeaway is they can they can win a game when their offense has to produce. And I mean, what a get though. Emmanuel Sanders just plugged right in and and has been everything that team needs. They're 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 the real deal. Gotta be the class of the uh, NFC right now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What do we take about Seattle? Just just a blip, whatever. Well, I mean, I was on the wrong side of that particular game, but I only leaned it. Um, but look, the Rams looked good. The uh, the last two outings, uh, Gurley looked really strong last night. Maybe that was part of their game plan because they've been nursing him all season long. He hasn't been, you know, a lot of touches. But um, I don't know if that was as much of an indictment on Seattle as much of, hey, maybe – the Rams are the real deal. Um, you know, Gurley ran the ball 23 team times last night. That might be the most touch he's had all season long. Yep. Uh, he wasn't all that incredibly effective with 80 yards, but you know, throw in his four catches for 34 yards. He kept the Seahawks off balance. And again, the Rams defense looked really good last night. Uh, Russell Wilson couldn't really find any rhythm. He was running for his life the whole time. And I'll tell you, that was the one game I actually did get to watch. Jared Goff looked really confident. He looked good. The game plan was to get him out of the pocket. There was a lot of roll rights, roll lefts, and him throw the ball, and he looked really good doing it. So I don't know if this is an indictment on the Seahawks as much as it is. The, the Rams are still in this thing for a, a playoff shot. Yeah, it's going to be fun watching them come down the road. Uh, what else happened? Ravens won, so they essentially took over the first seed in the AFC. They got that, you would think, on lockdown now. I think one of the big questions um, from yesterday, it was it popped up on Discord, was the Colts can are the Colts still Ooh. playoff possible? And, and mathematically, yes, but I think they're done. I think the Colts are done. That's such a weird situation because <laughs> they started off so so much better than last year, and it, it's just wow. Let's see. I'm looking up. They have a two percent chance to make the playoffs according to five thirty eight. Yeah, well, they're they're right now sitting in the tenth spot. Um, you know, the scariest team right now has to be, and they're not even in the playoffs yet. The Tennessee Titans just continue to put up points, and I think it's because of Tennessee in that same division with the Colts and the head-to-head and everything. I think the Colts are pretty much done. I, I don't think they get in. Yeah, well, I don't think so. I think you're probably right. Two percent chance. Yeah, that's just doesn't look good for them. The, the Browns have a better shot of getting into the playoffs right now. <laughs> it's, it's tough to tough to say, but yeah, I, I right now it looks like it's probably just going to come down between Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Um, that's going to be a battle. Uh, don't know if I don't know if they play each other or not, but same record and look, Pittsburgh looked good again last night. They looked all right. Yeah. They looked all right. That was my one loss yesterday was taking the Cardinals. I just, like I said on the show, I had no data to back it up. It was just a gut shot and didn't quite, didn't quite pan out. I get the logic behind it. The Cardinals have played well. They've been competitive. Um, The Steelers just seem to be since that whole, um, you know, incident, you know, with the Browns, they've been on a hot streak and Hodges is undefeated as their starting quarterback. Um, I think they got a little chip on their shoulder. And not to mention, like I said, the the Titans, as good as they're playing, the Steelers have no margin for error at all. Yeah, and, and the Titans beat up on the Raiders. Well, okay, who doesn't right now at this point? Jets, Chiefs, yeah. Titans. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you, I think you chastised me for that pick, didn't you? 
No, I, I didn't chastise, but I, I really thought the Raiders were going to show something. And then uh, I, that was before the injury report came out. And then all hope was lost at that point. Uh, and then, you know, the, the Chiefs Patriots, look, the, the Chiefs, again, their defense. Um, that, that was a great goal line stand, great pass defended at the end of the game that was not interference. Um, and here's, here's why I think the Patriots, listen, they're not who they've been, and they're having to dig deep into the, the you know, bag of tricks, running trick plays. Like, they're just – they're not scoring enough points. Um, so, uh, look, that was a great win for the Chiefs. They needed that for their confidence. And the Patriots, I think they've got some questions to, to answer here. And uh, it's, it's all within that own locker room. Um, I, I think Belichick will, will get it right, but I still don't think they're – I look, they're at best the third best team in the AFC behind the Chiefs and the Ravens and maybe even fourth the way the Titans are playing. Um, I think it's going to be a tough road, for, I think, for the Patriots to repeat. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. I, the big the big damning factor to me was I just saw a stat that Tom Brady is uh, throwing the ball away at the highest rate he's ever done, ever thrown it away in his career. Which tells to me, yeah, he's he's getting old. He doesn't want to take the hits. He's maybe not standing in the pocket as long as he used to, but he's he's throwing the ball away at a higher rate than he ever has before. Yeah, well, they're putting too much on his shoulders right now. They had no semblance of a running game. Uh, he did run that ball. Tom Brady had that one what seventeen twenty year twenty yard scamper. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, he was only 19 of 36, which goes to your point. He's throwing the ball away a lot. But Carolina only had 22 carries, and that's with what, six guys carrying the ball. Brady was two of them. Edelman was one of them. It's, it's like they essentially abandoned the running game, um, and, and I don't get that. Sonny Michelle should have been a lot more effective, and but he only touched the ball five times. So – I don't know. That had to be a game plan. They, they must have thought they were going to do something that didn't include the run. But, um, yeah, New England was not effective on the ground at all yesterday. This is going to piss you off and probably piss everybody off. And maybe it's a bit of an overstatement. Running backs don't matter. Running the ball don't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll be go back to that Kansas City game. Oakland was dominating the running game. Five yards a carry. They elected, they surrendered their most valuable, uh, uh, effective method. They, they surrendered their most effective method in that game because it, it well, wasn't going to do anything for them. But the Running score backs. dictated that. The score dictated that move. The, 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 this game was competitive the whole time. <laughs> there was no reason for the Patriots to abandon the run. They were in this game. Kyle's giving me shit. He's saying, tell that to OJ Simpson. Yes, Ron and Nicole know that running backs matter. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we can say too soon. We're, that's 30 years old now. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, running backs do matter to block, to help chip, and, and to catch the passes in the flats. Running backs do matter. But we're seeing teams electively just abandon the run game. Is that because all coaches are stupid? Well, no, I think it's because because the defense, the rules – you can get so much on pass interference. So the defense has been put at a, at a um, disadvantage when it comes to the passing game. So even if you don't complete the pass, you still have a decent chance of getting something out of the play. Um, you get more yards. So 
I, you know, I, there's there's a lot of factors into it. I don't. Yes, it's a very much a quarterback driven league, but I don't believe that running backs are non factors. Your better teams are going to have an effective running game, whether it be they are as pass catchers as a receiver, like guys like Gurley and Kamara. Um, you know, that, that was Kansas city's big deal last year before, you know, Kareem hunt got kicked off the team was, I mean, hunt was effective catching the ball and running the ball. And I think those are your best teams that have those kinds of running backs. And if they had Alex Smith as their quarterback, they wouldn't have done shit. Well, that much is true as well. Yeah, exactly. Now I know Ernst is around. If Ernst wants to chime in and give me shit for anything, he's the only one that I will take shit from is the Dr. Ernst. You don't know okay. anything about the NFL. Yeah, but he, he knows he knows a, he knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Why does he keep getting? Is he electing to mute himself? Okay, I keep unmuting yeah, Ernst. I think he's muting he's himself. Doing, he's muting himself. He, and I do that. I poke and prod at him just to get him to say something. But um, All right. yeah, this college, intro, college, fo- yep. college yeah, football is his game. It is, and we've gone on too long. Let's move on. We got Monday Night Football. We got Giants versus the Eagles. Giants opened up plus eight and a half. Eagles minus eight and a half, and now it's Eagles minus nine and a half. So I don't know if I would call this the big story, but the big story is Eli Manning is going to be the quarterback tonight. Um, he's sat out what five games. He's, I mean, he's at the end of his career. Uh, Jones is injured, won't be playing tonight. I, the thing is, they've got this at nine and a half, and I just don't trust the Eagles that much. They've lost three in a row, losing at Miami. I just, in no way did I ever fathom that that was going to happen. It did. Their offense was sporadic against Seattle and New England. Um, I think New, I think Philadelphia wins this game. I just don't know that I trust them to cover that line. I am going to lean the Giants plus the points. All right. Got you in there. Let's see what Max said. He sent me an email. Uh, uh, uh. It's a bit close for me. He's going to lean the Giants with the points. Yeah, he thinks it's a little too close. I think that's exactly right. It is a little too tight. It's probably like an eight-point game. That's where I had it, about an eight-point game. Yeah, it's about there. It's right about there. So I'm leading the Giants, too. I can't quite pull the trigger. Money is on the Eagles. Public is on the Giants. So, I mean, the line shift from eight and a half to nine and a half seems to make sense with the majority of money coming on the Eagles. Just can't do it. It's too many points. Eli is just such a big question. <laughs> that goofy fuck has always been a question mark in every game he's ever played. You just don't know what you're going to get, so. I'm almost rooting for him. I'm really almost just kind of get out on a high note or something. Just go out there. And even if they lose, I just, I'm kind of rooting for Eli to go out and play well. Okay. There you go. You should bet him then. You know, you two can ride off into the sunset together. (laughs) I'm already being replaced one year. (laughs) 47 is the total as it opened. It's 44 and a half now. So it's trending under the public is on the over. The money is on the under. Yeah, so that line puts you at something like 27 to 17. Um, you know, I, I I don't trust the Eagles offense, but the look, the Giants defense has been really bad all season long. They're giving up 28 points per game. I will probably lean the over, but not with much confidence. Okay, let's see what Max had to say. He sent me his notes. 
Max said he thinks it's uh, good. These teams go over more than you'd expect. The weather will be warmer tonight in Philly, but expect some rain and messy play. It's close. He thinks this is about a 44 point game. So he's going to lean the under. So he's just barely getting there. It's 44 and a half yeah. now. Whew. I'm going to go over just ever so slightly. I, th- I don't think it's going to be by much, but I do think it's going to be slightly over the 44, 44 and a half. Excuse me. All right. NBA, we got a fair amount of games today. We do. I don't know that I like a whole bunch of them, but we do have a fair amount of games. Was there any of them that jumped out at you? Uh, the Pistons at the Pelicans was one of them that jumped out at me just because the line was a double digit. So many double digit lines today. Um, Derek Favors continues to be out for New Orleans. The Pistons uh, have been playing well. Um, you know, they, they beat Indiana. They whacked Cleveland. They destroyed San Antonio. So they, they've been playing well. Um, New Orleans has not. So the fact that New Orleans is the favorite here has me kind of a little confused and perplexed of this thing. I'm not calling it a trap, but the line seems off. I can't find any justification for that line, so I will bet the Pistons. You don't think they can win? I mean, it's a two-point spread. You, you just don't think they can win at all? Who, New Orleans? Yeah. I mean, do I think they can win? Yeah, but they're on an eight-game losing streak, and they've been getting whacked. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, their last game, they lost by 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I and, don't... And, then, and, and they've got a big problem, right? All their bigs are out. Okafor's out. Favors is out. Um, so Drummond and Blake could just have an absolute heyday in the paint. Yeah. They've not been a great team all year. But, yeah, you're right. In the last, what, five games or so, they've really fallen apart. I don't I don't trust it enough. I'm... I'm close i'm leaning with you on detroit but i don't think it's a slam dunk as much as you do i think it's a lot closer than that i think it's just probably this to me this is like a three-point game so it's it's right there i'm just yeah i can't do it i'm leaning detroit just a lean all right well let's try this one see if you can get you on board with this one toronto at chicago Again, I feel like this line might be a little off, but Toronto is in the midst of a three-game losing streak um, against playoff-caliber teams, which Chicago is not. I think this is Toronto's chance to, you know, get right. Uh, Lowry's got two games under his belt since his injury, so he should be, you know, ready to chip in some minutes. Um, it was at five. I saw it at five a few you know, 15 minutes ago. It looks like it's a five and a half now, but um, I'm okay with that. I will take Toronto minus whatever you're showing on your thing. Yeah, it's five and a half, five. Yeah. Although uh, Sports Interaction's already got it up at six and a half. No, I think you're right on here. I Yeah, I think, I think they can handle the Bulls. <laughs> I think they can handle the five-point spread. I don't like that it, it opened at seven and a half, and now it shifted down to five and then, you know, back up to five and a half. A little worrisome that I think we're, you know, we're on the wrong side of this trend, but that's eh, screw it. I think Toronto can win. I'm going to bet them minus the five on the road as well. That might have something to do with Van Fleet. Van Fleet uh, had himself a little tweak last game. He's listed as day to day. So that might have had something to do with the line movement, but um, no Van Fleet. I look at Chicago right now, Zach Levine and nobody else. So I think Toronto will be okay there. All right. Uh, Man, I'm telling you, there's 
there's not much else I like. We'll try Kyle. I know Kyle's listening, so we'll talk about the Pacers. This this could be a really good game. Clippers are at the Pacers. Um, the Clippers are kind of banged up though. They're they're missing uh, Shamet Magruder's out. Peterson's day to day. Kawhi's day to day. So they're they're a little banged up. Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon's listed as day-to-day. So a lot of question marks going into this game. Uh, Clippers have lost. Here's the thing about the Clippers. They kind of struggle on the road. That has been their Achilles heel. Um, They they lost that game by 10 to San Antonio. Uh, Milwaukee whacked them pretty good. And uh, so, so they've really struggled on the road. Pacers, this is their home game after a mega long road trip. Um, so they're, you know, finally ready to get home. I bet Kyle's going to be at the game. He's going to be all over the Pacers. You know what? I don't, I'm not really that confident about it, but I'll lean. No, I, I will bet the Pacers here. I'm going to oh, bet the Pacers. Yeah, I think you're on the right side there. I was, I was thinking that too. Uh, it was two and a half a minute ago. Now it's one Pacers plus one at Pinnacle. So I think you're on the, I mean, you're on the right side of this. I think the Pacers probably can win it this game i'm i was leaning it and yeah it's just a lean for me but i I think they can handle it all right i'm not betting this one max isn't even here so i can't even give him shit but boston's at home uh cleveland's coming to town this is a huge huge line and cleveland has just looked horrible they've just looked absolutely horrible they've lost six in a row nine out of ten um boston it is a decent probability that they're going to get, get uh, Gordon Hayward back tonight. Um, they're listening him as questionable. He was shooting around, making contact yesterday at practice. So there, that could have maybe a little bit to do with this really big, fat line. Um, I, you know, I actually think the line might be bite right. I just don't know that I want to stomach that much chalk. I'm going to lean Boston here. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Max would even bet this game. Boston's looked really good this season. Max would not bet this game. I think it's a little too high, and he's a little worried about betting on his team that with that many points. But I will play the role of Max, or the role Max should. <laughs> I'm betting the Celtics. I've been riding the Celtics an awful lot. I think they can cover the 13, you know, 13 even at Pinnacle. Even better for me. Well, not 13 and a half. Man, let's do it. I think Boston can win by 20, 20 25. Okay. Um, that's all I got. I, I really don't love any of these other games. You got anything you like? You know, I'm, I'm leaning the Kings. I'll tell you real quick. I am leaning the Kings against the missiles. I, I just don't know if the missiles can do the 12 against the Kings. That's just a lean for me. I'm seriously considering uh, the, the magic plus the 12 and a half against Milwaukee. Yeah, it's still 12 and a half. Yeah. I was really thinking about it. Couldn't quite do it. So it's just a lean here. I was leaning yeah, the Suns. That's a damn close line here. The Suns are going to win. They're going to win by like, man, they're going to win by like five. A little too tight for me. I wouldn't be mad if you took it. Suns are going to win. I think they can cover the four. Just It's a little too close for me. I do like the Thunder plus the eight and a half against Jazz. I'm going to bet that one. The Thunder. You know, I looked at that game. I Look, Utah's, they've been really good, but they – they're just not covering a lot. Uh, they, they've lost three of their last four against, again, playoff caliber teams. I don't think Oklahoma City is a playoff caliber team. 
as they sit right now. Um, I'll lean the Thunder with you. Yeah. Just because I don't trust Utah to cover. That's kind of what I'm banking on is Utah. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Utah is going to win the game, but I think they, I don't know that they're going to cover that eight and a half. It was at nine, eight and a half at Pinnacle, eight at five dimes at Bet365. It's flattening out all over the place. So I think it's probably moving. Yeah, it looks like the money is on the Thunder too. It's moving in that direction. And that's pretty much it. Memphis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this one. See, I looked at that one. There's still no Jay Morant, so that that really puts them at a disadvantage. Um, D'Lo's back for Golden State. You know, they even beat the Bulls, which I think the Bulls might be better than Memphis. Memphis just has looked so bad, and especially without Jay Morant, it's he really um, dictates that offense. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of off this game too yeah it's so close and then and it worries me that the line is moving in the wrong direction it looks like quick glance public and money are on the warriors it's getting better for them getting worse for the grizzlies game i i'm not that comfortable with to begin with and now the line's moving in the wrong direction yeah i'm off it right and that that's it man <laughs> we don't have Did mr mr nhl nope i don't have his nhl picks oh he didn't send any nhl picks no NHL picks. I can tell you, though, that it looks like, you know, let's see here. I saw a shift. Let's see, where is it? There's not a lot of big shifts going on. The biggest one's probably the Islanders at Tampa Bay. It opened up with Tampa Bay minus 175, and now it's minus 186. That's the biggest shift of the day. So it looks like everybody's back in Tampa Bay to beat the Islanders tonight. Yeah, I think I, I think Max would even agree with me here. I, I looked at that game. I think there's some value uh, and taking the Islanders here, the Islanders have been really good. They're 19 and seven. Um, and, you know, you're getting a, a big plus line here. Uh, I think there's probably enough value to take the Islanders here. All right, cool. From my hockey knowledge, I mean, what yeah. the hell do I know? Yeah, well, you yeah. Colorado opened up minus 160. They're minus 156 now. So it's getting slightly better for them. It's getting worse for Calgary, who opened at plus 140. Now they're plus 138. Calgary Calgary on a big win, four-game win streak. Colorado's been red hot. This could be the hockey game of the night. Um, I wouldn't bet against the Avs at home, but um, I'm thinking about including the Avs in my uh, Panther parlay. I just been kind of scramming to try and find something. I don't. I do not love the NBA tonight, so it's hard to put something together. I might actually have to do it on Discord. Okay. Well, feel free to do it on Discord. No big deal. You want to do. You want to do the recap here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Panthers going to take the Pacers plus the two, 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 two and a half against uh, against the Clippers tonight. Uh, we both agree we're going to take the Raptors minus the five against the Bulls, even though it's moving in the wrong direction. Uh, Panther, no, excuse me, just me by myself. Arch, I'm taking the Celtics minus 13 and a half against the, the Cavs. Panthers jumping on the Pistons plus two against the Pelicans, and I am going to take a flyer on the Thunder plus eight and a half. Or yeah, against the Jazz. That's it. Hey, that is it. Mac Max would say, "Blah blah blah." Read the descriptions. <laughs> do you want to do his spiel? Because I don't know it. We're everywhere. We're on. Obviously, we're on Discord. That's where we hang out. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. Facebook came through for us yesterday when uh, Discord was shit in the bed. But, um, hey, yesterday was a good day. NFL made some money. Hopefully you guys made some money. Let us know what you got going on, how you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, make some money, fools!
Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.